So I delivered a cappuccino to a janitor, one of my missions. Oh no, that's you're into the side quest. <laughs> 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 Trevor's gone, that's it, you were never gonna see him again. <sighs> the adult beverages are poured, the kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming. It's a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor, and I have a six-year-old and an eight-year-old. And I'm Jeff, I have a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old. And each week we try to prove that just because you became a dad does not mean it's game over. And we have done that for 300 episodes. 300 episodes. Woo! <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to our 300th episode of this uh, podcast. My goodness, Jeff. They said we wouldn't make it five. But <laughs> we proved that we did it. We and proved by, them wrong. And by them, I mean our wives. But yeah. the... <laughs> 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 Take that. <laughs> we did it. Yeah, that's it. Show's over. This oh. is 300. We did it. Man, it... What a journey. I just can't believe it. Right off the top, like I, to everybody listening, if you've ever listened to the show, if this is the first one that you've listened to, if you're going to be a listener in, in future, Jeff and I cannot thank you enough for tuning in each week. Like the thought that we can come on here, we can commiserate our gaming dad experiences, we can receive your stories, we can go back and forth. Every part of it has been just, I'm so humbled at the fact that we've been able to do this so long and that we've had such interactions with fans and community everything else like the fact that we've been able to be around like this for so long has been just stunning just fantastic everybody legitimately from the bottom of my heart thank you very much yeah absolutely i'll echo everything that you said there and just you know being with us through 300 episodes and having like this audio documentary about our own kids and everybody growing up in our you know the ups and downs and you know the good games the bad games it's awesome to interact with people and hear everybody else it does make you feel as alone right when mm-hmm. we're all talking about the same kind of issues and get through stuff together so again yeah thank you everybody for being with us and the new listeners that have kind of come on board for the next 300 yeah. we'll <laughs> we'll <Yeah>. swing back <laughs> in 600 episodes when we're like the granddads yeah I like, I like how the number, we, we had some significant breaks, just life events, like, yeah. I mean, during the show, like, I, I started with my first, I had a, a second during the show, uh, we had some family issues, like, we, we had some significant breaks, so the numbers don't quite match up, but I mean, again, like, I, I had my first child when he was like, I think it was like three months when we started, Yeah, he's yeah. eight, <laughs> yeah, so we've been at this for eight years, eight years, yeah. We should have got a cake or something. We don't have a cake or cupcakes. We should be eating cupcakes. So something more gamer. We plan enough birthdays, Trevor. We should have like (laughs) got like an indoor play place. Three (laughs) hundred episode. Absolutely, and along with that, everybody. So we've been running a competition, a giveaway around Baldur's Gate three. We wanted to do a big giveaway for just to say thank you, to give something back to everybody, and just kind of boost the show out there. Thank you, everybody who said. Subscribe to everybody who put in a message and followed directions to get a tweet in around it. We have found a winner. So thank you, everybody, again, who was entered. But, uh, Jeff, do you want to reveal the good, the good, good person that has won Baldur's Gate 3? Yeah, through a random draw, it's Games with Coffee. 
Games with Coffee, thank you so much for following, listening, and congratulations. And you get yourself a Baldur Gate 3 to suck all those hours away for all your gaming needs. So <laughs> apologies thanks again for entering. Yeah, it's Games with Coffee is the winner. Yeah, apologies in advance for your time. Yeah, <laughs> as far exactly. As to lose it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they, so just so fantastic. The. Uh, have seen uh, Games with Coffee for a while on Twitter, interaction back and forth, so really happy that he was able to win it. And again, thank you everybody for participating. I hope you guys stick around as we're going to just continue to get better uh, with each show. Take some feedback, keep it commiserating with your fellow dads as we all go through this fatherhood journey together, trying to sneak in as much game time as possible. Yeah, absolutely. So, now with that in mind, let's get right back into the show and... What better way to escape being a dad than to blast off into space? <laughs> Go into space. <laughs> Unlike Fallout 4, which had a very dad-centric theme around it, Bethesda have, has delivered Starfield. It launched uh, to the general public, of which I had it through Game Pass, so I was able to... I was there. I watched the counter tick down to zero. The, oh, wow. Okay. It like was a real countdown like yeah. for a spaceship. Okay. It, now, it wasn't, I wasn't sitting there with like bated breath. You know, just waiting okay. for a blast off, as you just said. <laughs> but yeah. it's more that I just happened to be there and it's ticking down. It was kind of cool. There was a little celebration. There's like these little sparklers oh. that came up from the bottom of the screen, like, ta da! <laughs> little muted. It's the little things that count, right? Like, yeah. that's great. Uh, but, you know, start control the major Tom. We uh, did it. Like, it, did <laughs> we blasted it. off into space. It's. So I delivered a cappuccino to a janitor, one of my missions. Oh, no, that's you're into the side quest. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> Trevor's gone. It's... That's it. You were never going to see him again. I helped a scientist uh, collect some tree data for uh, things around. It's I forgot what a Fallout game was like. And there, yeah, was the, okay. there was a real shock to me as I arrived into this game. Where it's like, wait, what are all these things? Because you go to a table, it's like, you can pick up a glass. You can pick up a potato. You can pick up... <laughs> Just anything and everything. Like it, it took a while to remember. Oh, like Bethesda, like Fallout, but in space, and it kind of just came flooding back. Cause all of a sudden, like it's like maybe I don't need to collect six wine glasses in the first mission. <laughs> maybe I should go through. <laughs> so it was that Bethesda magic we could call it. Yeah, that sounds like again like one of the games that is just going to. Um, it's going to be your life for a bit because I think you're going to find out those little Bethesda things that just mm. make you go off on a, it doesn't even have to be a side quest. You're like, oh, I'm just interested in this thing and you spend all your gaming dad time that mm. night or that week figuring out this little thing that has nothing to do with any other quest or main quest stuff, right? So you're going to be on some planet by yourself doing dad things with your yeah. little space shuttle. <laughs> My little space shuttle. That is a really great way to discuss it because the it's daunting is the way I'd put it from like a dad perspective. So uh, fit and finish, polish, visuals, beautiful. This game looks fantastic. It's all of the Bethesda details you've come to know and love. Like everything has a detailed view and stats and like information and backstory. You can read logs on computers. You can talk to, I, I cannot believe the number of NPCs I can talk to. And then in so doing, I, I talk to this guy. He's like another day on the space. And he just walks away. <laughs> and then I talk to this other person. He's a secret cult member for a serpent uh, 
loving like a faction of people and it's this whole epic side quest it's just as you said it's, it's those bethesda tiny pieces spread throughout this entire world so you're i'm still in like the very first mission and it's already just expanded out so um the, so I, let me kind of roll back up into that. So the visuals are absolutely great. One's great on my computer. Would kind of prefer to be on Xbox, but my Xbox is now just a Roblox machine. So <laughs> can't put it there. Um, one's great, looks great, fantastic. It's got all the details, fit and finish. Uh, as best I've heard, it's not, it doesn't have a lot of the same jaggedness and bugginess as previous Bethesda titles. This seems to be one of the more streamlined, clean versions they've ever done. I kind of miss that though. I like the bugs. I think that was part of the experience to see those bugs happen. But no, it's good from a gaming experience, I guess, yeah, yeah. perspective. <laughs> so that that part is all great. I, again, it's just the daunting nature of walking into this. And if you are a gaming dad, you only have so many hours in that day. It's like, okay, am I going to be able to spend like 400 plus hours? just mm. unraveling and finding these things like I, I think for me the thing that i would always hit or be my problem and i found this with fallout 4 when i got into it was you would you would end your gaming session and it's like oh what did i accomplish and and main story wise nothing nothing <laughs> and even like side quest wise like two random ones that have no meaning and it's like i leveled up one side skill i got six other trees i got my inventory is a mess and I lost two hours of gaming time. Like, like I, I don't know when's the last time like you had um, stepped into a Bethesda. And did you have a similar experience with the dauntingness of the size and scale of this, as far as the dad goes? So usually, yeah, Bethesda games for me, like I never. Okay, I am not going to. <laughs> I'm not going to say bad things about Fallout, but I just never got into the world, huh. right? I, that just it didn't. It did not grab me uh, as it grabbed you. It Skyrim did grab me. So it's like one of those things where, yeah, you wander down in the world, you stumble upon something, and you have done nothing to progress the main game. Hmm. But I will relate it to my like experience with like the, the Witcher, right? Where there's side quests on side quests on side quests. And I am kind of like the same as you where you almost do all those things because you want all this stuff or you want to experience this mm-hmm. whole story, this whole world, and you almost get burned out on it and you have to put it down. And you hopefully circle back and come back and, and actually do like beeline for the main quest, right? Mm. And that's what happened with me with Witcher 3. That took me, I think, 10 months, I said on the show, of just picking up, putting down, and just consistent play over time because you get burned out on all the little things, which can be a good thing if you're mm. like immersed. But as a gaming dad, do you think that like you can play this game, pick it up, put it down? Like, is the save point and checkpoint system make sense? And like, you're not going to forget where you are, like, and what you do? Yeah. It, so that's pretty good. So, the, the a lot of checkpoints, a lot of save points. Like, anytime you get into a new area, you can save at any time, load at any okay, time. Good. All right. So, that, that all seems to be there. Load times are fairly great. You have a list of quests, like things that you are doing. And as soon as you do it, you're right there. The There's some interesting dialogue around the flight system so specifically like space flight and space travel because it's a space thing like i want to fly my ship around to planets and to galaxies and things and for all intents and purposes like it's there's not a lot of flying your ship oh, okay. you, you could do some dog fighting so you can like go up into orbit from but from planet to space there's nothing it's a cutscene. Mm. from planet to planet it's a cutscene, and you could just jump around it you can even circumvent it you can just fast travel 
a la Skyrim or anything else where it's like, oh, just take me to this base and right. and pre just avoid the entire thing of it. Now, as far as a true space sim, some people have been disappointed in that. Like, I, you know, I want to take my spacecraft and rip around between stars and planets. You're in the field of the stars, right? Like the name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but for gaming dad time, it kind of nice because that it very much yeah. in the, like as, as opposed to spending my you know half an hour of my hour game time i instead can uh, just sorry just like that half hour like landing and <laughs> taking off yeah, and traveling yeah. i could just hop around and do some of the missions so it, it's much more it's better to think of it really as a followed in space as opposed to a space sim at any stretch of the imagination okay well how does that ring with you because you were really excited to get into the no man's starfield kind of <laughs> era but like does this fit like a good thing that you does it is it something that you didn't know you wanted put it that mm. way because i think you were kind of you're coming from elite dangerous and no man's sky where you that was a lot of space flight right and a lot of going to planets and flying in and out and stuff so yeah. does this kind of work with that you know you can't have your cake and eat it too <laughs> and, and oh, okay <laughs> i i what you'd almost love to see is if it was the mixture of no man's sky and this because the problem with No Man's Sky, why I started to, I adored No Man's Sky. I put in so much time to it, but ultimately it was a mile wide, but an inch deep, mm. because there there was a story, but you're kind of just charting along. But you and you go to a planet, it's like each one is unique, and it's like it is, but there's nothing there. There's not. It's not a story. There's no characters. There's no dialogue. It's just unique in that like this plant looks different than this plant, but it's still just a plant like it's not that's not a game right. in it whereas this one is it's not fair to say that it's a mile deep and an inch wide <laughs> like it's much wider than that but still they, they've just put so much time crafting this story for you to go into these different parts and then hidden so many different other things so if you were trying to scratch a space itch i don't think this is it and i don't if anything it's not so much this is not scratching my yeah, the space sim itch that i do have because i adore space games it is scratching the rpg skyrim fallout bethesda itch right but it's it, and it's just a cool it's cool to see this context as opposed to a barren wasteland after yeah. a nuclear explosion now it's like we're <laughs> humans in a set like there's a war and a bunch of terrible things happen but ultimately there is some success in the human race having like spread out to the galaxy so that's from like it's kind of cool to see there's kids involved. There's kids across the galaxy too. Okay. There's, there's one little uh, jerk kid you kind of want to slap around, <laughs> like right in the first minute. You're like, if I was your father. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah. I was about to say, are they like? Remember the? Was there kids in Skyrim? I can't remember because I've monitored it so much. I'm pretty sure there were kids. Oh yeah, there was. <laughs> and uh, they were just yeah annoying little <laughs> gremlins that would circle around you, the saying the same two lines over and over. So you'd be like, you know what? And they're like, I bet, I bet my dad could beat your dad. It's garbage yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, wow. it sounds like you're having fun with it and that it has a gaming place and, and yeah. dad life and dad gaming time. Yeah. So excited to keep playing it. I, you know, I'm, I'm compelled to play it. I think this is going to be a really big it, people. What you're seeing online is accurate. Like it's a huge hit. It's a lot of fun. It's very much what people wanted. Ranked very positive on Steam and well-deserved. So really excited to keep getting into it dad's in space i'll report back on if there's any kid missions or not <laughs> to right. go to it but gaming dads are any other dads in space i'd love to hear your thoughts and 
experiences with it, reach out to us on Twitter at NewDadGaming or NewDadGaming.com. Now, hearkening back, it's been called, the Starfield has been called Skyrim in Space. And funny enough, it looks like one of your own minions yeah. got, got a bit of taste of Skyrim in a different context. Yeah, so my 13-year-old, of course, you know, last day of summer, school starting the next day. Hey, Dad, I want to play PSVR. <laughs> Which, for anybody listening to the show, we've gone on and mm-hmm. on about how much it takes to set up the original PSVR, yep. whereas, the, you know, the set boxes and the other wires and blah, blah, blah. So as a, you know, yeah, summer's ending, let's do it up. I dragged the thing out, dusted it off. And then, of course, everything has to download again. And the move controllers aren't charged. So, like, nothing's working. And they're getting a little bit frustrated because, you know, sun's setting. Like, their summer's wasting away. And they're just getting a little bit irritated. So I'm like, well, we can play. Like, while we wait for the other things to download, I do have Skyrim VR loaded up. So, and if anyone has not played <laughs> Skyrim VR, totally recommend it. Even if you played Skyrim For a sure. thousand times in VR, it's like the scale is insane, right? Like it's just something that is totally different that adds it to is. that game. It's and, just, they, they spent, they've done such an amazing job with it. And one of the complaints, the common complaints with VR games, which we've seen is just, they're fun little activities, but none of these are games. Like it, And with Skyrim, it is not a, you know, just half little done tiny thing on the side like it is just it is top yeah, to bottom yeah. completely customized and perfectly made for vr it is stunning i agree with yeah, you on that absolutely so my my kid had never touched a bethesda game let alone an rpg let alone skyrim so they were getting into this thing he made a character named shrek which is of <laughs> course like one of the somebody the, once the, told the, me the yeah. world the lizard races and and started it all up and and if okay so you know how you you check a game for like are there any bugs how are people going to you know focus in on the main quest and how do we guide them to kind of get them to the next town right Mm -hmm. so watching my 13 year old totally like literally go off the beaten path right so you come out of the tutorial cave and you're supposed to go to the first town mm-hmm. takes a hard left into the fort into the bushes <laughs> <laughs> like just because he heard a bird overhead and he wanted to go see the bird so he's going over to this thing and he finds a random house that i don't think i've ever been at i mm-hmm. i followed the quest line at least to that first town and then lost my way but finds this village or this this shed um there's bandits inside he kills all them he finds a note he reads the note in vr which was kind of cool because he's turning the paper and then he there's this whole treasure room and now he's in an underground (laughs) underground (laughs) cave system which is hilarious because i don't think i've ever been there (laughs) despite all your time yeah so it's like one of those things where i'm experiencing it for the first time with him which is awesome and he's saying all the things like uh, what he wants to do. And with Skyrim, there's so many options, right? Mm-hmm. So he wants to wield magic in one hand and have a mace in the other. And he can do that. So in this mm-hmm. game, he can totally live like through his character and what he wants to do. So he was experimenting with different options. He was a little bit more in-depth than I was where he's looking at like damage per second. I'm like, oh, I never went into any of this. So like, <laughs> he's already maxing out his character. <laughs> Such a better player than you. Yeah, completely. But picked it up, was immediately into it, loved it to death. And it was something that, again, it was 
it was a good experience for him because he wanted to come back to it and he has never played a complex in-depth game like that before mm. so a lot of the times he'll like play phasmophobia and like minecraft was a big thing and all those are great games but this deep rpg i'm not saying he's playing it correctly because he hasn't really hit the story but <laughs> he's definitely role-playing within this world right and he wants to do it over and over again now the problem with that is that i have to keep the vr set up and it takes mm. up a lot of space but at least he's interested in going back into it right and again as a gaming dad where i can view him on the tv and on what he's doing uh is one hilarious because the traps in skyrim in <laughs> vr are jump scares right like he literally had to duck oh. because a spiked ball would come through the door when right. he opened it so we were having a blast and i got some video of it we made some good memories and cracks <laughs> and stuff so it was it was a good time <clears throat> i totally recommend it to anybody that has a kid mm. a vr set and just wants to introduce them into something a little bit more in depth like just something that is a longer game like you were saying it's not like an on rails short experience mm -hmm. this is the full game of skyrim in just, vr yeah I, I still can't describe like the sensation of i think too i'd be interested to see two people's reviews one who never played skyrim before and just tried it as a vr experience but there's yep. like an extra layer to it where i don't did had your 13 ever played skyrim before no never okay see that's kind of interesting because the thing i'm wondering about is like for me having spent so much time in it and loving it as I have. And all of a sudden I get to step into it in that like virtual reality, which yeah. is stunning. Like I couldn't believe it. It's like, I'm here. Like I'm like, I'm doing the thing. I am the dragonborn as opposed to a, like just stepping in for the first time. It's like, Oh, this is just the world that exists in this. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> I can do I can just walk to those mountains over the course of the next two hours. Yeah. It was, um, it was something that again, like you were saying, I've been through this world. Well, not all of it, obviously. Apparently. But I could understand, like, yeah, <laughs> feel the scale of the things that I've seen a thousand times before, right? And it just it added a new experience for me. But with my son going through and having all that for the first time and getting used to the language and, like, what this story is and getting a sense of, like, oh, okay, I have this ability in me that I don't know yet and getting to know the world. I'm like, okay, I'm excited. Like, let's do Skyrim together. Let's play some, like, this is like a hundred hour set. Well, you'll probably be 14 by the end of, end of your uh, gaming run with this. So yeah. it's something that's exciting to me and it kind of, it, it's different for him. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'll report back if this kind of like cuts off completely or if he, he wants to come back in. So dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> quest unlocked <laughs> yeah yeah oh absolutely amazing uh yeah hey gaming dads have you experienced uh skyrim in vr have you introduced your kids introducing the kids of vr like i'm really fascinated in i'm, I'm holding off a bit because their age but like, yeah. eventually being able to do that would be amazing but again much like the other thing we'd love to hear from you gaming dads reach out to us at new dad gaming new dad gaming.com so from one technological marvel to the next on cloud gaming and th this is just a wild one. I, I'm coming up for a phone upgrade. So okay. classically with phone plans, you come in every like couple of years, you get to upgrade your phone. Fine. One of the main criteria I'm finding playing into my decision-making this round is which the camera, right? To take pictures of your kids <laughs> yeah, I got and those I... life experience. <laughs> yeah, I got plenty of photos of those guys. <laughs> the real thing I need to worry about is which of these phones... <laughs> best plays <laughs> xbox game streaming 
Yeah. How yeah. should I align my phone purchase with the mobile gaming habits? And and here's a particular case that we're, we're kind of in this, and sort this sort of leads into our next story too with these streaming type things and these experiences. So this generate it it is supposed that the next generation iPhone, as as we speak on this podcast or 300th episode. The iPhone 14 will give way to the iPhone 15. If the rumor mill is correct, the iPhone 15 will feature the USB-C right. charging port. Yep. You might recall that I bought a Backbone, which is a adapter for the place to, uh, for the iPhone that attaches. It turns it into a controller, which right. has been just fantastic for mobile gaming, but it's specifically for game streaming. So th- this puts me into a place where. <laughs> If I want to maximize the use of that thing, yeah, I would need to buy the current generation, the 14, for that device. And now currently I'm using the iPhone mini, 13. Okay. So it is tiny. It's not very big. Right. Yeah. And not particularly great for, you know, trying to stream games. All these things come into factor. Okay, so they're changing the port. I'm on this old, like, I'm on a tinier phone. Perhaps... For the next version, I should make sure I get a 14 so I can still use the port, so I can use this hardware, but get something bigger so that I can like still play games on it. Right. And, and it, if anything, it's because it's a wealth of uh, technological advances where we, the phone, all phones are fine now. They're fine. They yeah, work yeah. great. They're they fast do enough. Whatever. Do people phone on phones? I'm not sure. Hey, no. Like <laughs> they text you, please. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So they're all fine. The cameras are fantastic. I don't need. I'm not in need for much of that. So now it's all the periphery of like, okay, what else do I want to do with my phone? What do I want to use it most for? And I'm thinking what would be great to do more often would be using it for game streaming. Yeah. Am I mental? Am I wild? Am, am, I, am I on point? Am I a genius? Uh, like what? What strikes think, you? I think if you're ever going to finish Starfield. I think you need to stream it wherever you can. (laughs) All the individual times that I need. The only... See, that's fantastic. Trevor, the only way you are ever going to finish Starfield is if you're using game streaming and capturing every possible moment. I like that. Absolutely. Like, you drop the kids off to swim classes. You're there in Starfield in your spaceship. You're like, okay, I'm doing my other mission. I'm helping this old lady find her cappuccino Mm. while your kid is swimming. Like... Any any time again, big 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 fan of the Steam Deck because it allows me mm. to stream my PS5 and play games portably wherever I want, and so I can be with my kids, my family, and stuff, and share the space with them without taking over a TV or being at a mm. PC or whatever. So I am on the side of wherever you can stream things, and if the device will help you do that, why not? Right? I, I just um, man. It, Oh, I completely lost my train of thought on that now particular. Does, but a quick question, though. The backbone won't work with the new port. Is that what you're saying? Like it clicks in? Yeah. So so currently the way the backbone works, it works with the uh, lightning. So like oh. it'll. So the, the backbone currently has a lightning uh, port. So as soon as it introduces USB-C, it's not going to work. Now, I imagine they'll have an adapter I can purchase. But that's just mm. immediately it becomes this weird kind of bulky thing, right? yeah not necessarily as good the other thing i'll mention i'm kind of curious like where you're at with it and other gaming dads is on on the phone i get a notification weekly it's like hey your phone usage 
was this has gone up by 10% this week to this much every day. And it's like, <laughs> that hurts, man. Like that every week I get to the end, it's like, if I had studied Spanish, if I had read a book, if I had even forget being productive, if I had just played a game, I think my life would be better. <laughs> that And I'll but this plays into it a little bit too, because currently while I have, I haven't deleted social media, I've removed it from my phone. Mm-hmm. So my phone no longer has Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, anything like Reddit. I got got rid of all of them all. Cause, so the phone now is for messaging, research, work, and that's it. And I hopefully game streaming, but we'll get to that. And game streaming. Yeah. yeah. I still have those things, but I just have it on an iPad or like I'll use it on my computer. So it's like specific focus, like, okay, now I am going to go on social media as opposed to just having the phone like dictated and bring me in that played into this too because it's why not since i'm not i as opposed to spending an hour on social media just consuming and reading if you came off and asked me off the street hey gaming dad how much time do you have to play i'd say like i don't have any time to play i can hardly play any games at all but then i get this alert jeff every day and say like, hey you spent this much time on your phone this week i'm like you know if i took one of those hours and just played a game i think i would be happier so yeah. the, part okay. of it, the, the part of the whole phone conversation was okay. If I got rid of social media on the phone, again, not like a high brow. Oh, I'm off at social no, media altogether, just, but just yeah, off the it. phone. And instead, if I played it, it I replaced that time with gaming time. How much better would my life be? I mean, there's only one way to find out, yes. and that is to. <laughs> Get the device that supports the streaming. I, again, I will always say the streaming is it. It's what Microsoft's investing in, right? And I think PlayStation is trying to get there with the Portal and their new device. So I think streaming will take off whatever the Switch mm-hmm. is developing. It, this is the way it's going to go because people find that convenience, like you said, right? If you're going to be more purposeful with your screen time and do the things that you want to do instead of doom scrolling or whatever, then this will help with that. And I'm all for it, right? Mm. Like, I think it's just something that allows you to do the things you want to do when you want to do them. Instead mm. of sitting down at a huge thing, I used to be all about that. Surround sound, all that stuff. I don't have any of that anymore. They send <laughs> boxes, like, like none of it. So I don't, I don't even sit on the couch and, and plant myself. Like, it's uh, I'm, you know, in a chair or wherever, outside or what, whatever I'm doing. Mm. Well, now, a thing that might throw a wrench in those plans is if they continue to raise prices every time because counter to this particular story on streaming was the new story that PlayStation Plus was jacking their prices. And I'll use the word jacking very specifically given their current approach to it. Yeah, so if anybody has been living under a rock, which I'm sure that everybody's tuned into this especially if you have ps plus Hmm. so if you if you are subscribed rates have gone up officially but trevor okay so for me to play online with playstation right Hmm. used to be back in the day was nothing but it is 70 dollars per year to play online have cloud saves and this is just basic plan right you get the monthly free games whatever 70 dollars a year and i'm like oh okay that's less than it was like eight bucks a month or whatever so like that's fine now it is, <laughs> it has gone up to ninety eight for just the base package. So, so just so not even streaming, not the game catalog. No, just, just the base the base package. 
just to play games. Yeah, I think people. actually it's eighty nine ninety nine or something like that, and um, then plus tax. So it's gone up almost thirty dollars from the base essential. I need to play online. I get my monthly games. I get cloud saves, and then from there, there's the extra tiers, which I think the top tier is you know you get your PS one, PS two games, the cloud streaming, which is almost two hundred dollars. Yeah. So here's the. PlayStation Plus Essential, 12-month subscription, $94.99. Yeah. Up, up from $69.99, 70 So $95 from $70. Yeah. PlayStation, PlayStation Plus Extra, 12-month subscription, $160, up from $115. And then PlayStation Plus Premium, so like the top, top tier, $190, up from $140. Yeah. So... <laughs> As a gaming dad, there mm. is no, there's no added bonus to this. This is just an increase that they put it. They thought, what is that, thirty percent, was cool, right? So as a, <laughs> you as know a what's cool? Dad, yeah. charging, charging, <laughs> charging people more, more man. Dollars, right. So like I, again, if the service costs you this much to run and you're adding this extra value into it, you know, maybe I would look at that. Like, what's the value proposition there? I get it. I understand it. But this was just, oh, we're just raising prices. You get the same stuff, but now it's just $30 more per year, and you should like that. Yeah, so, you're welcome. Exactly. So as a gaming dad with a bunch of other subscriptions going on, I have a Steam Deck, and I've kind of turned towards Steam now. Mm. I don't do a lot of online gaming with my PlayStation. I will miss the cloud saves because that does come in handy when you have a PS4 and a PS5, and it can work in between them. I have canceled my subscription, so it will lapse and it will be out because I don't think, mm. as a gaming dad, I, can I can't support that, especially for people that can't afford what it was before. Like, if you have all the money in the world, you're like, whatever, just pay just don't buy it then. Mm. Well, you're making this online gaming not accessible to a lot of young gamers that are growing up mm -hmm. that, you know, their families aren't going to be able to do this amongst all the other costs in the family. So it's just one thing I couldn't take on. I couldn't have, and I know that they're turning to streaming, but that's the highest tier, and I'm not yeah. spending $200 to stream to my device. Yeah, I get it's surprise. I'll say, like, uh, along with that, like, we because we've become such a Roblox house, one of the greatest yeah. things there was two wonderful things about Game Pass for myself. Three, sorry, the streaming, which again, because what VR last conversation, hopefully, I can still take part in, but the second was. The amount of games I could just play on my Xbox and then by um, extraction, like my, the fact that what my kids could play also on the Xbox, like it was fantastic, right? It, it, it was a great proposition. But now like I, I bought Diablo at full price and I just own that game. I could buy feasibly Starfield mm -hmm. and then those would just be my games and then my kids would just play Roblox because that's the only thing they want to play anyways and I would have zero access to the entire rest of it. Yeah. No, I'm not shutting. The, only, the comparison I'm making is if Xbox came in with as egregious of increase in prices. Mm -hmm. Again, it's 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 not like they're they're not bleeding us dry. It's not like all of a sudden it's like four thousand a year or something completely ludicrous or silly. But it's just inch by inch by inch by inch, along with everything else, it just keeps getting more yeah. expensive. And then it it enters into the conversation of do we really need this? And PlayStation yeah. kind of dangerously puts put themselves against that ledge of like, do we really need this? And what I get worried about too is like what, as we've seen, 
I think you'd agree is once you one of them do it, mm-hmm. everybody else follows suit, right? Absolutely, because then why wouldn't you, right? The PlayStation would be successful with this price scheme. Next up, maybe Game Pass. Next up, maybe Nintendo, mm-hmm. right? Like, because they're all gonna follow the the profits. That's you know, let's be honest, that's what they're here for. And yeah, it's just something I felt I didn't feel good about resubscribing. So mm-hmm. that's my personal choice, but it's like one of those things where, you know, we get into the whole like streaming, do you own the games, do you not? And then if you lock into a subscription thing, it's only gonna get more expensive as costs climb. So we'll keep an eye on this one. I hope there's enough, you know, pushback that PlayStation reconsiders and then the rest of them kinda go a little bit quiet and don't raise their prices thirty percent and say that's cool with everybody. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I Fingers crossed, man. I think that's where hopefully ga- gaming dads can band together. Kids will be asking for this so we can, like, as a as a voting block, gaming dads can come together and try to push against yeah. such egregious, like, price raises that pr- price raises that reduces our ability to game. I agree. Again, I'll just I'll be on my Steam deck. That's <laughs> where I'll be. <laughs> Maybe I'll get Starfield there if they figure out how to run it, and I'll join you in space. Just give give it a year to when they get the sixty uh, percent discount. Then you'll be left. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Just we'll go back. We'll go back to the old days of how I used to game, where it's always on a one or two year lag. Like I always hit it when I can get the game for like twenty bucks. Yeah. Oh God, we're gonna go into those cars. back in my day. <laughs> I waited till it was in the bargain bin before I looked at it. That's right. GTA 5, more like Vice City, thank you very much. (laughs) Oh, we're so old. 300, yay. Yeah, it feels like Vice City and GTA 5. I'm trying to, man. GTA 5 must have launched. It launched. When, like, not before, though. (laughs) But, like, while we were in the midst of it, right? Yeah, I remember talking about it. I had it on launch. And I had the remaster for PS4, oh and then we're Lord. now we're on PS5 with another kind was of it, update. Like, was it on PS3? It was on PS3. Oh it's been like a decade. <laughs> oh, that's like that's almost worse than Skyrim. Almost, that's almost oh, worse than Skyrim. It's pretty close. It's getting there because they haven't done anything with it. So yeah, I don't know. It's comparable at least. So. My lord. Okay, <laughs> everybody. My how the gaming landscape has changed, but one thing has not, and that is our appreciation for you as we come every week to give you the show of new dad gaming. Everybody, three hundred episodes. So many dads, so many stories, so many growths and moments and kids growing. So many precious little moments with our little ones uh, and so many precious little ones with your little ones that you've shared with us. And again, like humility is the only way I can describe is such gratitude for where we are. Thank you so much for coming with this journey. I mean, I can only hope to get on to the next uh, 300, Jeff. Yeah, absolutely. There will be no kids during that, though. Like, we're done with the kids portion of this show, so you can listen to them and watch them kind of grow up, but there will be no more newborns. Yeah, did, we, we are, if you would like the newborn experience, roll Unless back. Unless you put it to a poll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would have to be adoption in my house. Sorry. But the... <laughs> Same here. So you'd be like, mm. But uh, as I said, we're all, we're all growing up together. We're all watching the families grow up and figuring out this gaming thing together. It has been an absolute pleasure and a joy. Jeff, thank you for being with me on these episodes too. Yeah, it's been good to 
again get to know you over all these years and and commiserate like you said like just sharing our our goods bads and uglies so you know another thing that sucks (laughs) (laughs) oh all right everybody that will do it for this week this has been new dad gaming if you like the episode uh go ahead and on to any of the major podcasting networks you can find us on google play spotify itunes uh, caster anywhere we get your podcast just for search for new dad gaming did you have any comments on the show did you do you yourself have thoughts on 13 year olds in <laughs> skyrim vr did you get to experience it are you in starfield are you joining me in space with other space dads reach out to us like as we said through all of these episodes one of the greatest things has been interacting with dad so reach out to us at new dad gaming or new everyone once again Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening for 300 episodes. Cheers to the next 300. And until next time, my name is Trevor, and I have a 6-year-old and an 8-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old. And just remember, just because you became a dad does not mean it's game over. All right. See you in the next 300, buddy. See you in the next 300.